You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. And what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. And if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX Studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. 20th Century Fox and George Lucas, the man who brought you American graffiti, now bring you an adventure unlike anything on your planet. Star Wars. Here they come. The story of a boy, a girl, and a universe. It's a big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. I am C-3PO, human-cyborg relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. Hello. It's an epic of heroes. Good luck. And villains. And aliens. 
aliens from a thousand worlds. Star Wars, a billion years in the making, and it's coming to your galaxy this summer. Talking about uh, women's sports and Brittany Wagner be with us, as well as coming up just a little bit, uh, Roger Hoover. We'll talk baseball with him from the uh, Hoover Met. And uh, man, I tell you, they've just had unbelievable rain delays and trying to get that thing underway. Unbelievable. But 45th anniversary of Star Wars today, 45 years ago. Can you believe that? I was, I think, four or five years old in the sink. Well, I shouldn't even say that. Give me age away. <laughs> four or five years. Did I get got you? You're on. There we go. Like, like yeah. people can't just. Right, yes, Google. let's see, finished in 94, so let's do some math here. <laughs> but 45 years ago, this movie, I remember the trailer coming out, and um, and just, I mean, even hearing the trailer is just so crazy. Then the Darth Vader uh, music, and Lars, we've played it before, we played it a lot, uh, and Tony and Al did when we'd have the uh, Nick Saban press conferences, when he'd come on and rant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'd start playing the uh, Darth Vader underneath it, but um, do you remember? 45 years ago? Did you go oh, watch it? Oh, my gosh. Uh, that is my all-time favorite movie. It's a movie that changed my life because uh, it, it opened my eyes to sort of cinema and, and uh, the possibilities of film. And so what my brother and I would do that summer, uh, so 45 years ago, I was 7. My brother was 10 or 11. We would ride the city bus mm-hmm. to downtown. And we would go uh, to the the first showing of Star Wars. That would be like at 12. And then we would just sort of like, you know, uh, hang out after the show and then go back in. Yeah. So we'd watch it three times in one day. And we would do we did that for like two weeks. Oh, my gosh. I mean, we 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 literally like watched it uh, probably 45 times in the theater. (laughs) I mean, it, it just couldn't get enough of it. It was, it I was, mean, it was the coolest thing 45th ever. 45th anniversary, 45 times a year. That's perfect. <laughs> and, now, and now the fact that Lincoln, my son, yeah. was born on May the 4th Be With You, which yeah. is Star Wars Day, May right. 4th. Yeah. And uh, everything in his room is all Star Wars. Right. And it is uh, so gratifying, fulfilling to watch the original Star Wars with him. And what's even more amazing, Matt, last night in trivia down at the Fennec, Two questions. One was about light years, which we now know is five something trillion, whatever it was. <laughs> we lost. We, and, yeah. and Ewoks. We got Ewoks. We got Ewoks. Ewoks. We got Ewoks. Yes, but um, we had a few of our teammates showed up very late, so we it was <laughs> Lars and I for a while. Uh, we, Brittany, we actually, we Brittany, dom- we're looking right at you. We, you were supposed to be the brain. We of the dominated outfit. round one. We did. We got every question right. Every cr- question right. It was just we, Jay and I. We were horrible in round two. <laughs> We did all right in round three, and we did, but we did the the final. We got all the right ones in order as far as yeah. We've done that two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So we're man, we're but we still finished out of the money. We were eighth. 
<laughs> out of nine. Out of nine <laughs> and one quit. <laughs> Coulter, where were you, man? Oh, oh, that's I right. I was at you, church, you're, you're, by the you're, way, which you're, evidently sounds like where I should have been. Yeah, you were churching up. <laughs> yeah, I was churching up. Yeah, you were. Well, well, you, I'm ready you, to you go. You were playing tonight, bingo, you guys are. Oh, yeah, we were playing. <laughs> bingo at church. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. All right, uh, a lot to get into and uh, more uh, Lane Kiffin. Well, hold, okay. hold on, right, Alex, yeah. what is your uh, impression of Alex, the Alex, by the way, let me just yeah. introduce him real quick. Yeah. Alex is a UAB broadcast student, and he is our intern. God bless you. You're going to learn less than you need to know. Uh, <laughs> you are going to walk away from this. Uh, You're going to walk away with us with yeah. an accounting degree. Right. Uh, no, he's a great guy, Alex yeah. Bauman. Go ahead. So, Alex, what, what is your uh, impression or memory of the first time you saw uh, the original Star Wars? And you you are 21? No, I'm 19. 19, okay. So I didn't see the The first Star Wars I saw was like the, the second one, so the prequels basically. Yeah. So my experience with those probably wasn't the best. Those aren't very good. Yeah, the quote, I like sand was uh, pretty good. Uh, and uh, But do you remember seeing uh, Star Wars 4, right, which was the original one? That's probably my favorite one to watch over and over again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. It just seeing Darth Vader for the first time. and uh. <laughs> do, But do, do you and your friends, are you, into, are you into Star Wars at all? I mean, I watch the new TV shows like The Mandalorian and Book, Book, Book of Boba Fett and stuff like that. So, yeah. Solo? Did you see Solo? I saw Solo, yeah. Did you like Solo? It's pretty good. It is pretty good. My kids watched all those, and, and I could barely watch. I, I just could not get past but with Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and then um, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. That was the three that I watched as a kid. And who's that? that was it. Who's that annoying character in the first prequel? Uh, Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, Jar Jar. Jar, Jar. Oh gosh, <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. No more Jar Jar. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I remember just being just so blown away, Matt, when I saw that for the first time. I don't know why you guys were referring to me except to introduce Alex. Yeah, because, because I'd rather watch Caddyshack again. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I, <laughs> Me too. I love Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But I, I saw Star Wars and then The Empire Strike back, Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. I only saw them once. I only saw them when they first came out. Um, it didn't change my life. Yeah. Perhaps I'd had I watched it, I would now be, you know, anchoring ESPN. Right. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, but it did not have that effect on you. And, right. and seriously, don't come over to this corner of the AVX studios for any information on Star Wars. Right. He told well, me, where we talked to him, he goes, I didn't like it. I go, I don't like uh, you now. No, no. <laughs> I, I, officially, it's officially, well, and, and, Jay and has unfriended me But after, right, right after that, he started going, <laughs> Now, that was cool. That Lincoln's, part I do remember. Lincoln's favorite toy is called Winter Luke. Now, why do you think he's called Winter Luke? Um, it's when he went cold. It's when he was. It's Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> when he goes dark. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's Empire Strikes Back okay. at the very beginning. That uh, yeah. So he he's got this whole outfit on, and man, if he can't find Winter Luke, mm-hmm. uh, he goes crazy. But if Saban was Darth Vader and he said, you know, I am your father, which coach would be? <laughs> would he be, be talking, talking to Jimbo? Jimbo, Jimbo <laughs> I am your father. <laughs> Maybe Kiffin, I am your father. <laughs> Kirby, Kirby, I am your father. Just pretty much the list goes on and on. on, on. Yeah. yeah. Not, not to say the Saban. Who is Darth Nick Vader. Saban's coaching father? I know who it is. Don James. Don James, yeah. Don James. yeah. Oh, I was about to say I think, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Y'all got hooked into the store. I'll, I did. I'll take this side of it. Yeah, no. Mm. It'd be Don James. Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, he, yeah. he probably had the biggest influence, other than his dad. Yes. He had the biggest yep. influence on, uh, on on Coach Saban. Who's Yoda? <laughs> Are we going to do mm. this? <laughs> Who's Yoda? Uh, Mike Slive. Mike Slive. 
<laughs> it he, works on okay, so now, many levels. Yeah, it does. Okay, now this is fun. <laughs> this is actually really good I because can do this. he is he, he was the master. He was the teacher. he was the master. Yeah, he could get everybody lined up and like they would all you know do what he said and, and yeah and 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 rest in peace, Mike Slive. Yeah. But like the image of him still mm-hmm. looms. I mean, we I was talking about him yesterday. At we all were we talking all about yeah. him. Mm-hmm. So who's Obi Wan Kenobi? Who's Princess Leia? Is that Miss Terry? Mm. Yeah. Maybe Brittany. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I had one there, and I just could not let it go. I just could not let it out. But never don't, but then, don't, don't yeah. put it in the chamber I'm not there. putting it in the chamber. I okay. Didn't uh, Carrie Fisher, she passed away on an airplane, didn't she? Um, I'm, On an international flight, again, I believe. I she got in very ill health, and I'm not very sure. Very quickly, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do remember it's, she made a guest appearance Along with James Earl Jones, did you ever see that on oh, yeah. Two and a Half Men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to laugh my head off. <laughs> literally, it was so funny because she was funny and he was funny. Yeah. You were literally going to laugh your head off. I said that, Lord. <laughs> okay. So I, figure, sure. I was going <laughs> to yeah, figuratively, laugh, <laughs> yeah, thank you, laugh my head off. Yeah. This Sorry. coming, I'm pet, getting pet criticized team. from the guy that changed his life by watching Star Wars <laughs> 45 <laughs> times. He was six <laughs> or seven, right? Seven. Really? How seven. old were you? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Take the bus. Wow. Uh, nine hours of Star Wars, come home. Why did you Dude. take a bus in Nebraska? <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, apparently, yeah, my mom and dad stop. were working. Yeah, no, oh. it's uh, did like, you sneak? Yeah, we yeah we we would sneak in. We'd just pay once, and then you go from theater to theater. Wow. Even then, I knew the key to sneaking in to anything is act like you know what you're did doing. Did you ever do that with the drive-in? Dude, no, he did. did. You ever figure he out did how it to for do Nebraska it with games too? The, the, you, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not a kleptomaniac. Nor- you are maniac, <laughs> but it's klepto. I, yeah. I don't know, whatever. But yeah. you're something that you, no, you like my, to get my in. My dad, things. my dad, like made me do it <laughs> when I was he goes, uh, run. Yeah, my uh, we I I had a ticket. It was 1978. Uh, I was seven years old. And um, Oklahoma, Nebraska, uh, number one versus number two, and um, my dad's like, "Okay, let's just. I want, I want to keep this ticket for posterity." And I didn't even know what posterity meant, but I was like, "Okay." And it's like, so you're you, like, "Who you, is he?" You're, you're right next to me, and when you when we get to the usher, you just go and you run like hell. <laughs> run, 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 because this eighty year old man is not going to be chasing you. So uh, did as told and made it, and uh, I've I've written about this a couple times and uh, made it, and now I have uh, that unbroken ticket framed in in my office. I think I've seen it. Yeah, your dad probably had two hot women. He's trying to get oh, you away. Oh no, from. no, he uh, <laughs> he had trying to get uh, rid of you. It, it was like run, a run, Lars, uh, run. Is that why he's trying to give you 50 of those balloons to lift you up? A 1.30 start, and uh, he had multiple Bloody Marys before then. Yeah. Wow. And also, he'd fit, it, he'd fit and, right and, in in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, and, and it, but, but but in Nebraska too, you can walk we, out at halftime, right? We drink red beer. Are you guys? You guys know what I've, red I, beer is? I've heard of it. Yes. Tomato juice and beer. It is quite refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess after a while, who would know? Yeah, I depending mean, on you know. It's uh, it's how you drink your beer before really? one thirty. Yeah, is it in the truly tomato juice? Yeah, just, you just uh, put not you, a Bloody Mary with no, beer in it. You, you put just uh, I don't know. Is uh, that for Nebraska? Like, is it for the game? Is that why they call yeah, it red, red beer? Red beer. Yeah. yeah, you're supporting the Huskers. There you go. I got you. All right, Lane Kiffin came out with some very <laughs> questionable things. We got uh, Roger Hoover coming up, so we got to get to him. But I want to yeah, get to uh, also get to what Lane Kiffin had to say about. 
Bryce Young talked about why Alabama quarterback Bryce Young did not uh, or should not or did not enter the transfer portal, but should have. And we'll get into that and some of his comments coming up on the other side. we got Roger Hoover coming up next. We'll talk SEC baseball tournament, Alabama baseball, much more. Stay with us. We're live from ABS. Sports Talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. You've probably seen their clothing around town on game days, but check out Christopher Mobley on the Strip. It's luxury game day apparel redefined. It's the only place in town where you can find Todd Hoops apparel. Clothing designed for the modern-day entrepreneur, golf enthusiast, and athleisure fanatic. They've got Peter Millar, Viore, Grayson, and Mizzenamane. And if you haven't tried the Mizzenamane dress shirts, you've got to. You can find them at 1410 University Boulevard on the Strip. Also, they've got a great e-commerce site at ChristopherMobley.shop. So check out Christopher Mobley, luxury game day apparel redefined. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy, occasional showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. Some of the storms could be strong. The high today, 80. Tonight's low, 63. Not much change tomorrow. Cloudy, rain, and strong thunderstorms likely. The high at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Golf of Birmingham. Also driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sonny King Ford. All right, let's welcome him in. Lots of delays going on out at the SEC baseball tournament, but Roger Hoover always so kind to join us on Tuesdays and a lot that he's got going on as well, covering uh, Alabama baseball and just all things uh, SEC baseball as well. But Roger, welcome in. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, good to be with you guys. I figured I'd have a game going on at this point. I uh, wouldn't be able to be on the show, but we've been uh, waiting out raindrops forever at Hoover Met. Uh, it has seemed like over the last two days. So glad we can be on and glad that hopefully there will be Alabama baseball later this afternoon against Arkansas. Well, we prayed for rain so we could have you on. So that's a good thing <laughs> that, that, that we were able to get you on. All right, give us uh, just kind of your take of uh, day one and, and just how everything kind of worked out, how late the games went and now the delays continue. How do the teams focus in or stay focused uh, as the tournament goes on? That's a really good question. I think the teams that do a better job of staying focused are going to be the ones that are ultimately successful. And I, I will credit both Florida, South Carolina, as well as Bandy and Old Miss after waiting through all the delays yesterday. Um, we saw really two clean baseball games to close out the day, two really well-pitched games. I was on the SEC radio network call for Vanderbilt against Old Miss that you know started at 10 o'clock and ended at 12.50. Uh, and you couldn't have told that that was a game that featured a lot of delays early in the day. It was really crisp baseball. Uh, to the very final out. 
So I thought that was interesting from yesterday. And then uh, really the story of the day continues to be the Alabama Crimson Tide, uh, able to knock off a really good Georgia team and get the offense going the first, before the first in-game delay when Garrett McMillan was able only able to go a couple innings. And then Ben Hess comes out of the bullpen and just shoves for the Crimson Tide. He did exactly what Alabama needed to do, getting a ton of strikeouts, uh, helping save the bullpen. And even though uh, giving up a late home run with Guffey, you get Dylan Ray back in there in the ninth, and he gets the job done as he's starting to heat up. Uh, earlier this week named the SEC all-freshman team for his great work closing out games for Alabama. So uh, it's also a little bit of deja vu all over again for this Crimson Tide team that last year went to the SEC tournament with the exact same record, 12-17 and 17 in SEC play, goes on to win two games and gets a berth in the NCAA tournament. Now they've got one win. They know they have a couple of chances to get another one to really bolster the resume. And if they're able to beat Arkansas again later today, like we saw over the weekend, uh, it certainly would help Alabama in a huge way to get back to the NCAA tournament. Roger, that was exactly what I was going to ask you, is what, what, what needs to happen for Alabama to make it into the tournament, and you just uh, address that. So let me go just in a little bit different direction. Uh, I, I know you don't cover Alabama softball day in and day out uh, the way you do Alabama baseball, but just give us your perspective on, on the season and, uh, uh, frankly, the, the, the disappointment of being eliminated so early. Yeah, it really was surprising, and I watched everything on uh, Sunday and those final two games uh, that Alabama lost to Stanford. The final game Alabama lost uh, one earlier. Uh, you know, the Saturday game, uh, it was shocking to see that first result, but then uh, you got to give Montana Fouts a ton of credit for what she was able to do uh, working that entire Sunday until the wheels came off at the very end. And it was just another uh, tough performance by the offense. For whatever reason, the last few weeks of the season, Alabama had a really tough time uh, generating rallies and having crooked numbers and scoring in other ways than maybe home runs. I think that really hurt this team down the stretch, and it was disappointing to see the season come to an end, disappointing uh, especially to see the career come to an end of Kaylee Tal, who had just been the heart and soul of that team for the last few seasons. And uh, I think the picture that was tweeted by Alabama softball of her leaving her cleats uh, on the field at Rhodes Stadium, uh, kind of like Tim Briggins and Friday Night Lights, I thought that was perfect because she was kind of that role player uh, that Alabama and had to have over the last few years, and she's going to be remembered for a lot of great things other than the end of this season. So at this point, that the year has come to a close for this softball team because I thought the roster was certainly good enough to uh, advance to the Super Regionals, back to, to the Women's College World Series, but it's a tough ending for sure. As a footnote to that, six Alabama softball players have entered the transfer portal. So, I mean, it's every, it's everywhere. everywhere. So, anyway, I'm not going to go. I want to go back to baseball. Please, if you will, Roger Hoover from Crimson Tide Sports Network, where are we right now? I understand that nothing's going to happen until at least two. And when that starts, it's Auburn from Kentucky and Kentucky from last night. Have I got that right? Well, I believe they're trying to start that game at 1245. Uh, and it's really, I haven't okay. been uh, to the Hoover Met just yet. I've been in Mountain Brook, and it hasn't been raining much here at all. I'm not sure what uh, kind of precipitation has been happening at the Met, but uh, you're hopeful that that game is able to get played because I, I think the weather forecast, even for later this afternoon and tonight, is also going to feature some scattered thunderstorms. So uh, we're really hoping we can just kind of do what we were able to do yesterday, at least get three in, but you certainly want to get at least two. Uh, we know the weather will be improving as time goes along this weekend, tomorrow. Tomorrow looks dicey as well, but then starting Friday, everything should be pretty clear, and we should be able to pack a lot of games in. But uh, you're, you're talking about some crazy long days if we are 
still way behind schedule. And, you know, right now we should be uh, getting ready to start what would be the sixth game of the tournament as opposed to where we are right now, getting ready to still 30 minutes away from starting the fourth game of the tournament. So there's still a long way to go. I got to ask you about Lane Kiffin. Uh, I came out this morning and um, AL.com, Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin question why Alabama quarterback Bryce Young did not enter the NCAA transfer portal and use it as leverage to increase the Heisman Trophy winner's NIL earnings. His quote was, why did he not uh, go into the portal? Uh, he said to Sports Illustrated interview last week, published uh, today, if you're advising Bryce Young, why do you not go into the portal, walk into Nick Saban's office and say, hey, I want to be here, but I've got to protect myself, so I'm going to go into the portal. And I want to come back as long as it's matched with what I get out there. The kid would make 10 times that he would have made. How is that not going to happen all the time? Question mark. It should. It will. That's uh, Lane Kiffin's take right now on the portal. Your take on that and uh, his comments about Bryce Young. Oh, it is absolutely peak talking season, and nobody does it better than Lane Kiffin. Uh, I read the entire Sports Illustrated piece uh, this morning when I was at breakfast. Uh, he gave a lot of good insights. I thought the most interesting thing he talked about uh, was kind of drawing the comparison between his time with the Oakland Raiders and where it is now in college football. Because when he was the Raiders head coach, didn't play a Jamarcus Russell. His owner, Al Davis, wanted him to play him. Coach Kiffin said no and ultimately got fired uh, pretty shortly after that. And he thinks something similar could happen in college football with uh, these high-level boosters and collectives paying money for players to be at a certain school. If you don't play them, that could create some friction, and who knows if that'll lead to coaching changes down the road. So he had a lot of interesting comments uh, earlier today in the Sports Illustrated and what was released uh, in that interview he did with Ross Dellinger. But, uh, again, it's it's talking season. Lane Kiffin is going to talk. Roger, um, I, I, again, this is another sport you don't cover day in and day out, and that's uh, women's gymnastics. But uh, just want to get your thoughts on uh, Dana Duckworth. Uh, what, what What is her legacy going to be at Alabama? Dana announced earlier uh, last week that uh, she's stepping down. I think her legacy will she will continue the high standard, or she did continue the high standard of gymnastics at Alabama, following a legend. I mean, Sarah Patterson for what she did for women's gymnastics at the University of Alabama is comparable to the kind of run we've seen from uh, two football coaches at Alabama and Paul Bryant and then uh, Nick Saban with what they're able to do with the multiple national championships. And I think it was great to see Alabama last year uh, persevere through a lot of tough things to win the SEC championship, you know, competing still as the vaccines were just getting introduced onto the public and there still wasn't full capacity in a lot of these different gymnastics meets. And her team was able to persevere through all of that and win the 2021 SEC championship, posted some really good scores this year. So uh, Dana was always first class in the times I dealt with her and I co-hosted her television show a lot. She was on Hey Coach a lot. So I always appreciated her honesty, her candor, and uh, the love she had for the University of Alabama. I think that's what will resonate. And I am glad to see that now that someone else is taking the reins of this program, it's still an Alabama gymnast alumnus and somebody who can continue the legacy that Sarah started many years ago. Very well put, Roger. Yes, absolutely. Dana was a class act, is a class act, uh, but certainly mm-hmm. was as uh, the head gymnastics coach at the University of Alabama. Okay, um, baseball breaks are somehow, to me, more tedious and, and, and difficult to, to I have no patience with them. Uh, NASCAR what, what, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> you may be right. Uh, <laughs> what What do you do as a broadcaster? And what's the best way you've ever heard to fill the time? 
That is a really good question. Uh, I've been lucky in this tournament uh, since Ben Hoover. I can come home real quick uh, for a little bit. So I've been uh, kind of cheating some of my colleagues who have been stuck in the press box for hours upon hours uh, the last two days and probably tomorrow. Uh, the smart person is always the media member, the writer. You can really tell who a veteran writer is in a press box. If they have a deck of playing cards in their uh, briefcase or backpack, and usually everyone flocks to that person. Yeah, you sometimes get a card game going. Uh, you know, a lot of times you just watch other games. You know, sometimes you work ahead for other assignments. Uh, since you know, like I'm calling Alabama games, plus doing some radio work for the SEC radio network. I've mostly been working ahead on some other matchups. I've got in the evening sessions, but it just gets to a point where. Uh, don't feel like doing it almost. You kind of have to do something uh, to get your mind off it. And luckily, it's still early in this tournament, and uh, there's so many people across the SEC. We don't get to see very often. They're all together in one place at the SEC tournament. So it's mostly just visiting with friends and colleagues you worked with in the past. But uh, it can be some really long, tedious days. Uh, you know, in the minor leagues, you know, I, I saw everything uh, from, you know, you know, watching football games in the uh, clubhouse with all the guys. You know, we would sometimes pack up the equipment, only be told we're about to play again. So uh, you find very creative ways to try and pass the time. Roger, always great, man. Thank you so much. Again, Roger Hoover, CTSN, and uh, hopefully getting it underway pretty soon here at the SEC uh, uh, Baseball uh, Tournament out at the Met. And uh, always great to have you on, my man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, guys. You're all the best, and I look forward to talking to you next week. See ya. All right, brother. My very last story I wrote for Sports Illustrated, six and a half hour rain delay at Daytona. Ended up being a cover story on Dale Jr. And, uh, you know, hung out with him when he got on Twitter. Just and get rain within, tires. Within like go. A, I know. Well, they do at road tracks now. I they do. Know. Yeah. Oh, really? And they have windshield wipers and everything. But it's literally watching. This is literally. Have literally watching. Wipers and everything. <laughs> as opposed watching, to figuratively watching a race. or a No, rain. literally watching water dry. Boy, that is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you look into all the elements and what happens, when that actually, never mind. I'm not going there. I will go somewhere. I know we got women on Wednesday coming up. Yep. But I got something special for y'all on Star Wars on the other side of this break. All right, Austin Lankiff, and I want to get your guest thoughts on that. We'll get Brittany's thoughts as well. And uh, with WOW, Women on Wednesdays, much more coming up. Stay with us live from AVX. listening to the jay barker show live from the avx studios in downtown birmingham one in seven men will face prostate cancer nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the u.s traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence but now there's a new option high intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. 
Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. All right, welcome back in. And again, wow, is Wednesdays, uh, women on Wednesdays, excuse me, and Brittany. Wagner in studio with us again. She joins us each and every Wednesday, and always a pleasure to have her in. First of all, welcome in. Thanks. Good yeah. to be here again. Matt, hey, Brittany. Matt, hey. what you got for us? You had a little tease I, going into uh, the break. I did, and it's the 45th anniversary of Star Wars. Yes. Right? And you and Lars, Brittany, you Star Wars fan? Oh, my gosh. No. It's okay to say He's, no. Jay just will say I he know. doesn't like you anymore. And, this this uh, working relationship is over now. Okay. Oh, no. Nah. Before it began. Up here. Up here. <laughs> 
<laughs> there we go. Seriously, don't like Star Wars. I know, right? No. That's oh, why man. they're on that I, end I, and I, we're on this end. I view you, you through a different prison Here's now, Brittany. Thing. I know. Here's the thing. Well, I don't know a lot of women that do I think love I was Star too Wars. young. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> I think... <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, she right. was. So I'm the old guy I'm in the like room Alex now. She wasn't even born. Here. I don't know. So I feel like 29 I to, forever, right, Brittany? <laughs> That's right. I feel like I need to go back and watch it again because maybe I missed something when I was... No, you didn't. In the wound. <laughs> so, what's the, okay, anyway, exclusive, what, what, what's the, exclusive what's the, photograph yeah, yeah. that I captured. All right. Uh, last night, there was a huge trivia night at a local establishment. Yeah, we were there. Yes, I know, and I found, I found the picture. There you are. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was getting nervous. I love it. There's Lars. In but, the, oh, 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 wow. I really Jay, don't, don't, don't even go uh, there, Jay. I have a... Uh, but Jay, actually, Jade knows that there's one thing he can call me that will set me off. And I won't and say that. Uh, no, but he, he he's referencing it. And it's, he's talking about the guy with the big this, head. This, 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 uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. This goes, okay. back, I've four, totally four, this goes back four years, and Jay knows it. He yeah. knows it. And this, the suggestion of it angers me. But he, I, can, <laughs> I got it. I got it. No, I wasn't even here. But anyway, let me, Brittany. Let, let me personally and publicly apologize to Lauren. Lauren yeah, yeah, I really yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about I, that. My um, apologies I, to Brittany yeah. for blowing her segment up. No. Um, this is crazy. Well, she's with us for the rest of the show. I got really nervous. Okay, good, yeah. good, 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 good. I mean, even yesterday when we were talking about Tom Cruise, yeah. you get, it, it, there were hype jokes coming I, at me. I, no, no. I didn't say that. No, no. You were the one talking about he's, he's not. Five, he's not 5'7". Five, five, no, he, and he right. isn't. He's not. He's 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. Anyway. No, it, you're right. It was Tony Curry. But I yeah, saw you smirking. I saw you uh, out I of the corner of my eye. I, I, I saw was, you. I wasn't smirking. I was, look, I was looking at Tony going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go, Tony. Go, Tony. Uh, so I had the Millennial Falcon, and I still get the Millennial Falcon. And I got – what's the one that Han Solo? Was it the Millennial you're Falcon? At, you're yeah. looking at me asking yeah, me No, it's, it's the Millennial Falcon. I know you're I had that the one, wrong side what, of the table. What's here. the small – the other ones that they, uh, you know, would take and, when they bombed uh, uh, just the normal jet fighters? X-wing, yeah, X-wing fighter. Yeah, I still Alex Bowman to the rescue. I still have those from when I was six or seven. My mom kept them, and they are in great condition. They're still on the box. I guess not. You played with them, right? Please tell me. I did. Yeah, I probably colored on them. Did all kinds of you weren't you weren't Sheldon Cooper at the age of six (laughs) when you just saved everything in the box. That's right. I'm like one day. (laughs) Lincoln plays with. I can uh, picture eBay and all that at five. Yeah, no, Lincoln plays with uh, those X-Wing fighters and uh, Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome. He loves it. All right, Lane Kiffin, uh, his comments about um, we're going to see more of this or he thinks that this is the way it's going to go. Um, I want to start with you, Lars, because, um, I, I, again, student athlete, I always thought it should be called athletic student because they, and that, to me the adjective and the noun is in the wrong place, right? So they're athletic, but they're, all, they're students, but they're student athletes. All right. Um, if that's the case, if everybody's just transferring, how do you keep up with your degree? I mean, like, you know, from one course to the next or another teacher, if you're on path to get a certain degree, I mean, isn't that affecting their education as much as it is about just getting somewhere to make money? I love Lane. Uh, and I think we all do. We just appreciate his candor mm-hmm. and, uh, and his sense of humor. But he told Ross Dellinger of Sports Illustrated uh, just exactly uh, what I think about NIL. And this is the quote. 
You take a 17-year-old who a lot of them don't come from money and family doesn't come from money. If any person tells you that their NIL is not the number one thing, uh, basically in recruiting, uh, then he said, take 100 of them and ask them about the number one thing that's going to make the decision. It's not the size of the stadium. It's not the head coach. It's not the campus. It's not the conference. Number one thing, money. That's sad to me. Well, and, and I mean, and, 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 and he goes on to say, I mean, can you blame them? A professional player already has money, and they usually follow the money in free agency, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Lane is just—he's speaking the truth here, absolutely. So when you don't have it, and uh, you're three or four years away from getting money in the NFL, you take what's guaranteed, and that's the NIL. Mm-hmm. And again, he says, "How can you blame them?" And uh, when a lot of them don't make it to the NFL, I mean, what is the percentage, guys? Three. Three percent. I think it's one percent. You would know. Five percent of high school football players make it to Division One. One percent of Division One players make it to the NFL. But so, so Lane. uh, One last thing, Jay. Lane. Lane said that um, you know, uh, like all of us, the payers should be paid. But he said um, uh, that they shouldn't be paid all equal. That's not what happens in the real world. Why does their best player get paid the same as the worst player? That's not real life. Now, I don't know if I agree with that because Alabama's approach, as far as I understand it, Jay, in the collective, is that every player uh, on scholarship gets the exact same amount of money. And then they are encouraged, like the, uh, all players are, but especially the elite ones, mm-hmm. to go get their own deals. But, I mean, Brittany, you're, you were at the ground level of all of this. Um, I mean, just your reaction to what Lane said. I mean, you, you, I, I, I find it hard to argue with <laughs> yeah. anything he's saying yeah. here. I, I'm with him. I mean, I'm with him 100%. And I think that he is one of those coaches that knows his players. I mean, he knows their background. He knows their story. And he he cares. I mean, he, he gets it. And, and I think, you know, you, you Jay, you said, like, oh, I don't like that. You know, mm-hmm. that makes me sad. I don't like that. And I don't know that any of us, like, that have worked in college athletics or been in college athletics like it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is from where you and I sit, we also were raised with money, have money. Like we've never been homeless. Mm -hmm. We've never been hungry. And so it's easy for us to sit back, you know, in our king's chair and be like, "Eh, I don't like it. It's a lot harder when you're flipping it and and you're the guy that hadn't eaten or doesn't know where his next meal's coming from. And people are making money off of your ability. And so, you know, I think that, it's just like anything the NCAA does. I mean, I remember working in college athletics when the NCAA came out with all these new academic standards and, like, changed the game with academics. And they, they put it all out there, but then they don't really have a plan for how they're going to execute it, how they're going to execute it, how yeah. they're going to enforce it, who's going to – how they're going to pay people to to be in positions to regulate it. I mean, we're going through the same thing with NIL. It's like, okay, let's do this, but we have no plan, we have no resources, and we have we have no idea what we're doing. More people. <laughs> need to be Lane Kiffin. I admire and respect him so much for saying what everybody's thinking. It's the exact truth. And Bryce Young probably could have gone into the portal. And you and what what do you think Lincoln oh what do you think uh USC go, would have done? And just go to the highest bidder. He could go back right? to California. He could go back and win a Heisman trophy for the Trojans. That's I'm that's not a stretch, right? No. It's not but Kiffin but, but points where does, it where out. Does, I mean your team. I mean, you go and you have a team and players and guys you build a relationship with, and 
I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm being too old school about it. And 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 I look. I like nil. My daughter has benefited from it the sure. most of my family. Uh, my sons have benefited from it. Um, the you know the, the thing about it is so it's good at some levels. And again, as Brittany brought a great point, is that you know the execution or the guardrails that should have been put up early on they weren't put there, and it became the wild wild west. And what do smart people do that are in the business world or boosters? They, they figure out ways and go, okay, how is this legislated? Through the state legislators. Okay, they're the ones that are going to tell us how we can do this. Uh, it, there's no governmental or national uh, you know, saying, you know, this is the parameters. This is how we should, you know, let this roll out. Um, I, I'm, I'm all for the, the student athlete making the money. I'm afraid of decisions that might be made to get into a portal. Then all of a sudden the kid doesn't get what he wanted. Now he's out of the scholarship. What is it, $2.4 billion, I think, a year? We just flashed yeah, that up. Yeah, that, $2.4 billion a year in scholarships to go. So they're getting paid through their education, right? And I, and I agree there should be you – know, and the stipends now are, are, are tremendous. I mean, most of these guys are making anywhere from maybe three or $4,000 a month already. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like when, when Sarah actually was at Georgia, her stipend was around 1000 a month extra cash outside of her scholarship at Alabama is going to be more uh, the way they have it set up because they, they have most of them off campus. Uh, so the, the off campus, you get more money to live off campus. So now it's up to you whether or not you can find a place that's cheaper to stay at. Um, so it's just the, the, the game has just changed so much. I, I'm just afraid that if, if you get to where you're, I like what he said. And I agree with all of you as far as he thinks outside the box. I love that side of him and that he's going to, he states what he thinks and he's, he says what he, what he means, and he's going to, you know, push the level. But at the same time, um, gosh, I mean, it just seems so dangerous uh, for the sport of, of football. Here's the thing, though, I, I do like. It, I think coaches are losing power. I think the players are gaining power. Great point. Yeah. And, and that's that's the NFL. Then the players have the power. And uh, and I agree with you, Brittany. I mean, we we didn't come from situations where uh, how do I get to, how do I get to school? Um, mom doesn't have a car. Don't see mom. She works two jobs and, you know, try, trying to make ends meet. Can we get some extra money? How can I help my family? Those are, are great, admirable things that could happen in all this. Again, there should have just been better structure around it. Yeah. I think too, for the coaches, like, it, you know, how do you, how do you find that character athlete that has loyalty mm-hmm. in his blood because there was a Great time point. where you recruited players from Mississippi to play for Mississippi State because they were dying to wear maroon mm-hmm. or, or they were dying to wear blue and red. Who's Mississippi were, State? You, yeah, it's just this bottom <laughs> feeder team in the in the SEC. I think we're still in the SEC. I don't know. You know, maybe yeah, we've been I think kicking. You are. But um, yeah. <laughs> But we are hosting the softball regional, though, by the way. But you are. Congratulations. Yes. We are one of three SEC teams to be playing in it and one of two to be hosting. So, yes. Alabama's not. So you got Jay on that one. That's right. I mean, so our baseball (laughs) team can't get into the (laughs) baseball tournament, but our softball team's killing it. But I think it goes back to figuring out how can you recruit kids that, like, really want to play at Alabama. They they do care about the money, but they care more about wearing – red and white or they care right. more about wearing orange and blue and it's finding those kids with character and maybe Bryce Young is one of them because mm-hmm. guess what he didn't do he didn't walk in and try to up the no. and so I love that like yeah. that's the yeah. type of kid I think that you've got to find and recruit and you know what that kid may not be as talented as the five-star athlete and you, you're gonna have to coach all right we got to take a quick <laughs> break and we come back for a really quick lightning round segment then we get to hour number two stay with us we're live from AVX 
You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy, occasional showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. Some of the storms could be strong. Behind today, 80. Tonight's low, 63. Not much change tomorrow. Cloudy, rain, and strong thunderstorms likely. The high at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back in. We got a real quick uh, segment here, and we'll get to break. Come back for hour number two. USFL and the Birmingham Stallions. Man, they've been doing well, and you've had a lot of your former players that you worked with. Yeah, I mean, none of them are on the Birmingham team now, so, so <laughs> they're not. They're, they're, they're struggling a little bit, but uh, no, they're, they're, they're doing good. DeAndre yeah. Johnson's killing it. Yeah. yeah, generally speaking, are they enjoying their experience in Birmingham? Yeah, I think so. I mean, well, she has them over to every they like come every over Monday. To my house yeah. to eat all the time, but um, no, I think I do. I think John Franklin lives in kind of a bad area, so he's like, man, there's like gunshots a lot. Where in the heck I'm he like, live? what, dude? You need to move. Hey, he can come to my house. <laughs> Evidently, a lot of people. That's do. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's uh, the hotel Lars. <laughs> second, that's the second time you've offered that. Yeah, uh, and you'll even leave the light on. I'll for tell him. him. <laughs> which is not At very, not, which is not very green up on from Twitter. Hotel 6 to say that. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll continue on the other side live from AVX. Again, Brittany Wagner in studio from Last Chance You, book out in, uh, Next Chance You, and also Matt Colton, Lars Anderson, Josh Smith producing from Crawford Studios. Hey, Josh. And uh, we got Joe and uh, also Mason back in uh, down at uh, Tide 100.9 FM, our flagship station. All right, stay with us. We'll be back live. Hour number two coming up next. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. 
I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over, and man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi. Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamers, a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan dot letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. This delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today. If you want a great lunch or a great dinner, you'll find all that at La Paz. Crestline and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. 
have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should. I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times best-selling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two. And, uh, man, the first hour flew by and a lot going on uh, at the SEC tournament. We'll continue to update you on that for baseball and uh, also uh, at the Hoover Met in Hoover. And uh, we'll continue to uh, give you some updates, too, on some of the college football news and notes. Uh, we got Brittany Wagner in studio with us as well. Women on Wednesdays and uh, also earlier, Roger Hoover joined us talking some baseball, SEC tournament, and uh, Alabama Crimson Tide. But um, I guess real quick, presented by Top Golf for Birmingham. Don't forget, get out there. You'll love it. Family fun, and it's the bowling of this generation. If you're going out for USFL games, it's great to tailgate there before, after, and it's great to go out and have just with birthday parties, uh, bachelor bachelorette parties. They do a ton of charitable events as well. You'll love Top Golf for Birmingham. Also driven by Sonny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sonny King Ford. All right, Lars, where do you want to go? I, I, can, well, I can tell you had a breath. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> um, God, maybe I should have another Red Bull. Um, <laughs> He's all jacked up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brittany, I hate it when Matt and Jay do this to me. They ask me a question that I haven't thought about. Yes. Uh, like you've never done this. <laughs> but, so, How do you expect so us to learn? So you're going to do it to me? I'm doing the yes. <laughs> Maybe you thought about it, oh, but Lordy. but uh, oh, we ended Lordy. we ended the last hour talking about uh, name, image, likeness, and and how Lane Kiffin is just saying, hey, uh, basically the best players are going to just follow the money and they'll go to the top bidder. Um, you have so much experience uh, working individually with players. What is the what is the remedy here? What is the solution to all of this? Uh, yesterday, uh, I think it was Tim Brando, I think it was Tim, who suggested um, that athletic directors across the country need to come together 
and they need to be the ones that come up with some guardrail, some solution. Because right now it's just it seems out of control. But just your your thoughts on like how do we get out of this mess that we're in? I don't know, honestly. I mean, I think when the whole system is built around money, I mean, when like I don't know how you get out of it because we've built a system that the whole thing is built around money. I mean, when you're making what what the NCAA is making off TV contracts, like when you're paying coaches what you're paying coaches, when you're the whole system is built around money. And so you can't go back now and be like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> because you built That's... it. Like, you built the system and you built it around money. So you can't backtrack now and act like money is not important. It, it is. And you, and you're the, you know, these are the people that made it important. So I don't know how you get out of it. I mean, I can give you my like fluff, like pie in the sky answer. And that is by recru- recruiting high character kids that actually want to play for your institution by. Um, building relationships and, you know, building that team unity mm-hmm. and, and having people that want to stay and play that actually care about getting an education and actually care about giving back to the community they're playing in, which is like two people that play college football. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like nobody, I, I don't know. Well, and they've also grown up in, in AAU, All-Stars, uh, all this different um, kind of me, me, me. And I, I'm not degrading the young generation, my, my, my man over there. Uh, my kids are there. I, I've watched it, you know, from the, you know, you get a snack after a game. Are you kidding me? Uh, everybody gets a participation trophy. <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, so the, the, that mentality has been built into them that they have, and to me it's built a lot of less self-esteem. The, the self-esteem mm-hmm. and, and why I think kids struggle with a lot of different things uh, in life today is because they haven't been told, no, <laughs> you can't have that right now. No, you have to wait. No, you have to build on this. You have to become a professional. That's why the coaches get paid the money they get paid. The problem is what you just said. There's so much money coming in. And even when I was playing, I would be coming in on the bus, and I would see tons of people with Barker 7 jerseys or whatever, and I'd think to myself, okay, so I know who's, who's selling it. I know the university making money. The person selling it's making money, and I'm not making a dime off of that. Um, and, I, and to be honest, and Matt knows this and Lars knows this, I was just happy that I was able to put the jersey on, mm-hmm. number one, to be able to be on the field and play. So my mentality was just so different then than it is now. But there is so much money that's been made. The TV contracts you bring up, not just from NCAA, the SEC network is about to triple their number. I, I really think, and I told Lars this back in 2020 when all this began to happen, I said, look, they're doing this because they're saying we don't want them to form a players association in college to where they're going to get money off these TV contracts. We're going to protect that money. Instead, let's give them NIL, let them go out and do things. I thought it meant go out and do camps, go out and do signing sessions, speaking engagements, yeah. that type of stuff. And if you can line something up on your own with a car dealer or anything else, that's great. Now the collectives that come about to where, I mean, they're talking thirty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 per student per year or per, per athlete, and most of it's football. And, and what I've, I've heard from Alabama is that Coach Saban is saying, no, the collective needs to be collective amongst all athletes at Alabama. So – no matter what sport you play, where you are, and it might be different tiers based on the amount of money that sport makes, but everybody should get something if one part of the athletic department is going to get anything. Uh, so I think that's a smart move and, and, a, and a good way of doing things. But, you know, it's just yeah. it's a but weird But, I mean, time. who's the one? You know, it come, we come out with name, image, and likeness, and like you said, we all thought it was going to be, okay, we sell your jersey with your name on it, you get a cut of it, or you can go out and do speaking engagements or signings now and make the money legally. 
But you still couldn't but, do that. Right. You, you couldn't, couldn't do that you before. Couldn't use, you, well, I'm right. saying you couldn't use the, the logo. Right. Even now. But who, right. But, but then yeah. who, but then we, are, we the mm-hmm. adults in the room, <laughs> the yeah. adults in the conversation, are the ones that changed it. Mm-hmm. Like, we're yeah. the ones that went out and formed collectives and said, mm-hmm. well, let me see how much money I can raise. And I mean... We're the ones ruining yeah. it. There's not no the turning kids. back on the collective. So there's the, billions of dollars that have been invested in that. That's You yeah. can't get that toothpaste back in the tube. Jay, yeah. if you don't mind, I want to press you a little bit more on Barker number seven. Because mm-hmm. you came from Trustful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Your dad was a successful businessman. Mm-hmm. You had a car. Then on the other side, I hope he doesn't mind me pointing it, you, you had David Palmer. Mm-hmm. David Palmer was raised at Jackson Olin mm-hmm. over on that side and of town. Yep. Now, do you think, and I'm asking you to think for him, do you think he and others, I don't know where that came from, <laughs> I would like to get rid of it. Um, uh, TMI. Don't you think they felt differently than you did? Most definitely. Uh, because yeah. they, I mean, and they deserved it. I, that, that's one part of it that even as a yeah. a guy that said, why don't you use the Pell Grant? I, that's how far back I go. That's what it was. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it wasn't enough even yeah. then. It, but, well, let me, what did, what did, what, they, did you ever hear from them? And, and, and not to say uh, yes, but but go back to the Pell Grant. Pell Grant would be gotten the next day. You'd have PlayStations, new yeah. speakers, wheels in the car. Well, You're like, dude, car. what are you doing? I mean, like, this money's meant to be used for food, gas, whatever. You know, like, the real living stuff. So I thought there as well, there wasn't great guardrails put around that because their experience with money, they didn't have any. Right. They didn't have any financial education. They didn't have sometimes a parent saying, no, this money's going into an account. You're going to take a little bit out each month. We'll distribute it as needed, uh, but we're going to save it and keep trying to save and save and save. Um, but, yes, so I drove David back and forth for two years. David right. David didn't have a car for two years almost. I think it was two, two years. Rock Woody, same way. So it would be me, Rock Woody, and David Palmer. So some of the best conversations. Drop. Uh, I would drop David off in Inslee, and where I dropped him off, I would never even imagined of living there, um, and he would get out, and fam would be there, and they, you know they were there, to, you know, loved on him and all that stuff, and then sometimes dropped him off, and there was nobody home. Uh, Rock Woody, I'd meet his girlfriend and trustful. She'd pick him up in her car, drive him to um, you know where they were going back to Springville for the weekend or whatever else. So yeah, there were a lot, I mean, and then a lot of guys actually stayed on campus, and I'd say, hey, you want to come home with me this weekend? I'd bring guys home with me to go back to the house, mom cook dinner, and. All that on Sundays or whatever else because they didn't feed us on Sundays. We got a twenty-five dollar check instead. That was our everybody wanted the cash. They didn't want the food on Sundays, so we got a fifty-dollar check every two weeks. But to say that is that a lot of guys also stayed there because they said, "I, I can't. Number one, I don't have a car. I don't have enough money to get back home, and I, I'll know I'll get three meals if if I stay here over this next weekend, and I can get the twenty-five dollars. I can go somewhere and buy. So, you know." They didn't have anywhere to go, and to me, that was really, really sad. So, yeah, there, there's so much great about this. The problem is what I like about the collectives is that it is going to spread it out amongst the players. The NIL, what was scary was that, okay, now Bryce made one point, what, $36 million last year. Everybody else, what, you know, what they make, is that going to create animosity? His character is what made it so good because of the type of person that he is, the way that he did certain things to the players and all that type of stuff. And I think the Heisman pitchers we're seeing of him right now is probably they're shooting the Heisman house for Nissan. This is the time of year to do it because there's no working out going on, kind of okay. a dead period. I, I may be wrong about that, but uh, you're going to probably see him in a lot of commercials coming up this year. Spoken like a, a true quarterback dad. <laughs> yeah, and that is such a great segue, Matt. 
Well done. That's what I'm here uh, for. Yeah, so uh, uh, coming up on the other side, Teddy Greenstein uh, is uh, going to talk to us, and he just authored a book called Quarterback Dads, and uh, he spoke with Archie Manning, Kurt Warner, Todd Marinovich, Warren Moon, and one Jay Barker. Jay is uh, a main character in this book, and it, it's a great read. And uh, Teddy and I, we actually started on the same day back in 1994 at Sports Illustrated. So uh, Teddy and I have been sort of uh, locked at the hip for uh, many moons. All right. (laughs) 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 That way on our mind. All right, so uh, we'll be back. (laughs) He's coming up next, and uh, look forward to it. Brittany Wagner in studio, Matt Colts, Jay Barker, Lars Anderson, and we're live from ABX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy, occasional showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. Some of the storms could be strong. Behind today, 80. Tonight's low, 63. Not much change tomorrow. Cloudy, rain, and strong thunderstorms likely. The high at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. All right, welcome back in. we got a guest joining us right now, Teddy Greenstein. And uh, he wrote a book with uh, Donovan Dooley and interviews with Archie Manny, Kurt Warner, Todd Marinovich, uh, Warren Moon, and many, many more quarterbacks. And really a cool book uh, called Quarterback Dads and uh, Wild Tales from the Field. And uh, let's welcome him in now. Teddy, welcome in. I know you're great friends with Lars. I had a chance to spend some time with you as well, working on this book. Had a chance to be in it. Uh, thank you for that, number one. And uh, But thank you for joining us. Well, it's an honor to join you guys. I love Lars. We've been friends forever. And it's a great honor to talk to a real-life quarterback dad, who I call, of course, in Chapter 12, the hands-off quarterback dad. Man, you had some great lines in here. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'll let Lars go from there because I know you had a bunch of questions you wanted to ask about. Yeah, uh, Teddy, great great to hear your voice. Um, uh, I, I was telling these guys uh, last segment that you and I started together on the exact same day back in 94 Sports Illustrated, and it's been – our careers have uh, sort of gone different paths, but I, I think they've been good paths. Uh, you were a columnist for a long time at the Chicago Tribune, and now you are with PointsBet USA, at PointsBet USA. Um, before we get into the book, I, I'm just curious about why you decided to leave uh, the Tribune for, for uh, this website. Yeah, Lars, it was the easiest decision of all time. Like People are like, hey, was it bittersweet leaving the Tribune? And I say, nope, it was totally sweet after 24 years. I was writing for something new. And, you know, sports writing in newspapers is tougher than ever, like the whole you know, because of COVID, it became a lot on Zoom and just the deadlines became earlier and more trips got taken away. And I mean, we see what's happening with newspapers, but it was more so for the opportunity at points bet because like I'm a guy who was running our NFL pool in high school. Um, I was writing, you know, previews, predicting every Big Ten football game against the spread when I was at the Tribune. Like I love sports betting. I love every part of it. Like there are great sports stories out there and there's some wild sports betting tales. So 
it's all kind of second nature to me. I speak the language. And in this job, it's an interesting one. Like half of the job is content. So, you know, I write and edit our newsletter called The Hustle, and I'm usually on Golf Channel, and I do podcasts and stuff kind of promoting our bets. And then half my job now is signing up big-time uh, bettors. So instead now, like my old life, I would go to a Cubs game and be slumped over a laptop for, for six or seven hours. Now I'm taking VIPs and buying beers and, uh, and hanging out. It's, uh, it's definitely the way to do it. All right, Teddy, real quick. Celtics minus two tonight at the Heat. <laughs> Tell me what to do. See, this is why you and Lars so got to get along so I, well because every every day he's asking me questions. I'm like, dude, I'm not a gambler. I don't gamble. I don't do. I mean, and he's. I'm like, I'm not going to give you a lot. And everything he picks normally does not go I, very well. I, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm I'm always trying to like get Jay to open up about inside information on Alabama, and I cannot extract it from him. But uh, yeah. So anyway, tonight Celtics minus two. You realize he is serious. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I love talking betting. I mean, last night I hit on Dallas. Um, Dallas was given a one at home because you just knew they had that mental edge. I mean, Golden State up 3 nothing, and they already know they're going to go home, um, you know, to hang out with their families or whatever. So I, I don't think Golden State went into that game heavily incentivized, and Dallas wanted to save some face. So that was an easier one. This one is tougher. I, I, would, I would lay the two and a half with the Celtics, but mostly I just want the Celtics so badly, like, when the NBA playoffs started, I got Golden State at plus 950. And then I hedged that with Jason Tatum, NBA Finals MVP. So I'm rooting for a Golden State-Boston mm. Final because then I'm okay either way. The Heat were obviously a disaster the other game. Well, they scored about eight points in the first quarter. Uh, Celtics mm-hmm. are just a much more solid team. So maybe large, maybe play it safe and go with the money line at minus 140 on the Celtics. How is Done. that? <laughs> <laughs> I took gold. I, I, I everybody was watching. Of course, I went big on Golden State last night and got it handed to me. But Man. I talked to you last night. <laughs> I know. Well, now you're going to call him every night, every day. Um, I, with great interest, I thumbed through your book a couple of times now. And I certainly understand having Jay Barker in the book. I mean, because he is just a class guy. I've, I've known him when he didn't have kids. I've known him when he had kids. Uh, and, and he's a Thanks. perfect example. Then I thumb through it, and I see Todd Marinovich and his dad. Well, we know about Todd Marinovich and his dad. His dad was an overbearing you-know-what, and then he didn't roll too far from the base of the tree. Uh, Why and point out, why was he important to this book? Yeah, so when I set out to do the book, my my first two goals to interview were Todd Marinovich and Archie Manning because I wanted the two extremes. Mm-hmm. So, like, for guys of a certain age, certainly Lars and me, um, we remember when this SI story came out, and it was entitled The RoboQB. And it was all about how Marv Marinovich turned Todd into a science experiment. Like, he determined when Todd was a toddler, he was going to be a a quarterback. So he's stretching stretching out his hamstrings in the crib, and he's having him, like, teeth on liver for some reason. And Todd's the kid who, uh, when he goes to a birthday party, has to bring his own healthy cake. So, like, on the one hand, it was successful because Todd became a star at USC and, you know, was drafted high in the NFL. But largely it wasn't because Todd ended up, you know, getting addicted to drugs and has really lived this incomplete life. So he's really one perspective. And then Archie Manning is the ultimate quarterback dad. Because not only, you know, has he gotten the results, he's got, you know, he's got these kids with Super Bowl rings and, you know, they're funny on the Monday Night Football and all that. But 
the whole message there was was kind of individual. It's not a one-size-fits-all process because Peyton was just so unbelievably intense. You know, he's showing up for a little league game and screaming at all the players. You got to take extra infield practice. You got to take extra batting practice. And Archie's like, kids just want to show up. Would you relax? And like Peyton's watching film in the mm-hmm. 10th grade and Archie's like, go out and get a girlfriend, man. Go see a movie. Whereas with Eli, Eli barely said a word for his first eight or 10 years. So Archie really made an extra effort, as Lars knows, <laughs> to form a, form a bond and, and to bring something out of him. So, that's why Archie, in a lot of ways, is the ultimate quarterback dad. He's, he's laid back. He's supportive. You know, he really didn't coach his kids directly too much. He would rather be the wide receivers coach or the defensive backs coach because he could help his sons that way without directly coaching them. And Lars, you wrote uh, the Mannings, the rise and fall of a football family, right? Yeah, not Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great resource. Yeah, yeah. Peyton, yeah. Peyton uh, chose not to participate, and when Peyton makes a decision, that means Eli is going to follow in lockstep. But uh, Archie is such a nice guy. Archie did participate and saved the book, basically. But but Teddy, what um, did anything surprise you? Coming out, actually, two questions. Where did the idea come from? And then, two, yeah. uh, did anything surprise you coming uh, out of this? Yeah, so Lars, um, it was July 4th of 2020, and I get a text message from an old friend, a guy who I knew from Northwestern. He says, Hey, you know, my kid is uh, wanting to be a starting quarterback in high school, and he's got this trainer named Donovan Dooley, and this guy's got amazing quarterback dad stories. You know, these guys are just nuts said he's looking for a ghostwriter. Do you know anyone? I said, I do. Me. Because, like, I'd not written it <laughs> at that point, and it's football, it's quarterbacks, it's who's next, you know, who's going to be on our TV screens in four, eight, ten years. And also, I'm a dad of two girls, and they both play travel soccer, so I'm a little bit in that youth sports world. So started doing it. He's got amazing stories. You know, what inspired him to find a writer, guys, was um, – he was at a camp one time, and he's here overhearing all these dads. They're so arrogant. Oh, you know, if it weren't for the offensive coordinator, my kid would be this, and he should be the MVP of the camp. So finally, he he buys a bunch of, you know, four-by-six index cards and hands them out to the campers and says, guys, write down on here what you wish your parents knew. It'll be anonymous, but but, but let's go ahead and do this exercise. And more times than not, the kid is writing, my arm kills me, and Mom, I had a chance to be a starter until you came along. And all this stuff that was really revealing. So, like, Donovan's motivation for doing this book is that quarterback dads need to chill the bleep out. And obviously, you know, some involvement is good, but over-involvement can be damaging. you got to hand them off. I mean, you, you can do stuff with them part ball. You hand them off in seventh grade, and, and, and unless there's abuse or things going on. But you got to let them find their way and work through the ups and downs the falls, the get back ups, all that type of stuff. It was really fun, uh, you know, as we talked through this and t- and, then, and hearing from you on other, uh, I guess, people that you'd had a chance to interview about this, because it, you know, it's called quarterback dads, but this is really sports dads. This is really sports moms. That's right. It's really, I mean, it, the the psychology and in, in the content is bigger than just quarterbacks. It's from everyday life. It could be the kid that's very good in, in, in uh, academics. It could be. Uh, from from every aspect of it. So what you wrote is a book that encompasses so much more than just quarterback dads. Well, thank you so much. And, and it's so true because whether your kid is a lacrosse player or a swimmer or a tennis player, 
like we all have these same questions. Like I've had moments where my kid says, Hey, I got practice at six o'clock tomorrow morning and it's 39 degrees out in Chicago and I want to get some sleep. Do I have to go to practice? And you have these moments where, you know, I'm watching L play soccer and I'm 99% supportive. But I'm sitting, you know, right next to the goalie's dad, and my my L is playing defense, and she gets beat, and I feel bad for the goalie, and I, you know, call it L, be better, and she turns around to me and says, I'm, "You're not my coach," and I said, "You're exactly right. I'm sorry about that." So we all go through <laughs> how involved we be. So it's like, you know, I think there's a lot of good advice in here. Uh, uh, hand off your kid. Exactly. Uh, I mean, the great Jay Barker, like that, that, that's a big part of that chapter. Like, you know, you start with them young, but um, leave it to the professionals. Like we have quarterback dads in here. Um, Jackson Hamilton is Pep Hamilton's son. Pep Hamilton knows more about quarterback play than 99.99% of this country. But even he hands his son off because he has a full-time job. And because when it's your son, one, they might not listen to you, and two, you're going to be totally biased about them. So the more that you like trust the professionals, I think, is uh, is better uh, in the long run. And Because you know what? Your son wants to look at you as a dad, not a coach. That's right. Teddy, I think this is a good question for you. Um, because fathers, grandfathers, uh, mothers, we all go to Little League games. And there's that guy, yep. or that girl, or that 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 kid's dad or mom that will not shut up, that is absolutely embarrassing their child. What, as a decent human being sitting in the stands, do you would you recommend doing in that in that situation? I know that's a tough question. Oh, it's You're a bring great out the question, thug and and Teddy here. <laughs> that's right. So we have one of the moms uh, of a girl on our soccer team. And granted, she did play soccer in college, so she's she knows about the game. But, like, you know, there's a direct kick from the other team, and this woman's screaming, form a wall, form a wall. And I always want to say, you're not the coach. Like, it's one thing to say, great pass, great effort, nice hustle. But, like, I'm looking at her like, what are you doing? But you don't want to be starting fights in the stands. So, I mean, if it's really outrageous, like if somebody is ripping on the, the umpire who's 14 years old making 20 bucks or yell at berating the referees at that point, I would probably say cool it. But otherwise I don't know what I would do. I mean, you don't want to, you know, get in the way of that own, that father son relationship and start injecting yourself. That's a tricky one. Yeah. I, I tell you the, the telltale sign. Did you just do one to say? I was, hey, this is Brittany Wagner. I was just curious when talking to Archie, if he talked any about Cooper because I, you know, and wondering if if Coop, raising Cooper in that world taught him lessons to then help with you know Eli and and Peyton. Yeah, Brittany, thanks for the question. Like, there wasn't a ton of Cooper talk, but I might have actually stolen this from from Lars's book, my favorite Cooper story. That you know he was just he was the cut up, he was the funniest one. So he would be on Tennessee's campus the night before games, and he'd be out at a bar at like let's say it's at midnight. And he resembled Peyton so much that people would say to him, hey, don't you have a game tomorrow? And Cooper would say, ah, it's just Kentucky. <laughs> I, I love that line. Typical Teddy, just so, rewriting my words. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Total thievery. So uh, hopefully Archie told me that story, too, so I could, you know, I could use it in good faith. But 
there honestly wasn't a ton no, of hey, people in here since he discontinued his, his football career early and wasn't you know wasn't really a quarterback. But amazing family. I was going to say the telltale sign for me, and I told parents this, like the kids I coached, I said, you never want your child to look into the stands after making a mistake or even after something that's been good right. other than hearing you cheer for them. Um, but that's the worst thing to see is when a kid makes the mistake, they look right to the stands to make sure mom and dad are not disappointed. Yeah. And sometimes the dads, are their heads are down, their you know, hands hands overhead. Right. It's hard um, not to do that, Jay. It, 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 I, it I know is. it is. But it I'm is. just telling you, that's the the best way to be is just be dad and be supportive that's and right. then get in the car. Don't talk about the game. If the kid wants to talk about the game, talk about it. If they want advice, give them advice. But just love on them and, and, and then maybe – the next day, say, hey, you want to work on this? You want to talk about okay. this or whatever else? Just There's just moments I think you can pick it out. But to me, the t- I could always t- – all the way through high school football, yeah. kids make a mistake. The yeah. first place they looked was to the stands, and I went, oh, felt bad for the kid. Right. I'm like, don't – yeah. Yeah. The car ride home that you're describing is so important. And, again, that's one where, you know, I have to sometimes – hold my tongue or I'll just maybe say something really general what you think of the game but exactly if they want to bring it up they're going to bring it up don't make faces you know we yes about like the most horrifying one and this this isn't in the book because I only heard about it recently but Donovan is uh, on the field with a kid at practice and the dad says if you don't complete that next this next pass you're not eating dinner I mean that's the like the level of mm. pressure that some of these kids are under like wow. it's just oh. so totally warped <laughs> I yeah. got hungry I mean, a bunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I just lobbed that in there to get the cheap completion. Yeah, exactly. So Teddy, uh, tell our listeners and and viewers on Bama Insider uh, how they can uh, get your book. Yeah, thanks, Lars. Man, the best way is we have a really good website. We put a lot of money and effort into it. QBDads.com. So we not only have books on there, but we have merch. We've got great. Stuff for Father's Day, man. We got quarter zips, we got adult t-shirts, kids t-shirts, hats. I absolutely think you will love it. So that is the best place to order it. Um, and then if you want to do some kind of special order, if you want to order a signed book, I think the easiest thing to do is just direct message me on Twitter at Teddy Greenstein, and then we'll just kind of figure out a way. I've got a lot of merch here, so I could send it to you and you know, signed books and all that kind of stuff, but. Um, we came out, you know, we came out with a, a football book in the spring, really because of Father's Day, thinking that uh, it's going to be a, a great and, and easy present for people to buy. It's such a fun read, Matt. It's such, uh, and, and it, 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 it's, we're going to argue it's, over it's who really, gets it. It's really, uh, it, well, I have one, and one. Jay has okay. one, and, and 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 actually, the my my seating chart card, that's from Teddy. Teddy, yeah, Teddy wrote. Oh, that's uh, where you know. That's yeah. where you know. Yeah, so, so they, they make fun of me because I have that. Uh, oh, but that was from your book. To remind me of that where I book. sit. Oh, yes. I got. It, it actually is on Teddy's um, letterhead. Yes, here. it says Lars. Now so see. now oh, I know. Okay. I know where to sit. It has a I dual purpose. Except I sit here. Yeah. So it makes well, you sense. are a much better <laughs> version of me than me. So, hey, Teddy, one of the, one of the one of the biggest issues I know we got to get to break is when we talk about and maybe you feel different about this um participation trophies number one and m- most importantly yes. snacks after games so we should all create a business <laughs> called sports snacks little packages that this already put together for the Ooh. athlete after, so the parents have to worry about who gets them what's going to happen we just package them up we sell them in bulk to the uh to the don't share good ideas on air jay 
<laughs> told you that. I think I just make Teddy's life. Yeah. <laughs> it's like party favors, right? Yeah. Goldfish. Yeah, absolutely. That's I think right. the goldfish are always a pretty big hit. <laughs> but if you and buy you in bulk. Like, <laughs> even though the supply chain like may be not down the too. worst thing they can eat. Like the kids are trying to eat like the Cheetos and like the, the Funyuns and the stuff that has like zero quality to it whatsoever. Right. So, um, but yeah, you want to be the parent who's bringing the, the sweet stuff and the, and the bad stuff. You don't want to be the one who's bringing the carrot sticks. Nobody, nobody likes that parent. That's right. <laughs> no doubt. Teddy, thank you, my man. Thank you for letting me be a part of this. Yeah, this is great, Teddy. Thank you so much. Really good stuff. I enjoyed every part of this today and the interviews and, and stealing from Lars's uh, Manning book. That was probably the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> Teddy Grinstein and uh, with Donovan Dooley, quarterback dads, wild tells from the field and interviews R2 Manning, Kurt Warner, Todd Mar- Marinovich, Warren Moon, and many more. Right, stay with us. We'll continue live from AVX. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to SiebelsCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at SiebelsCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. Really great time there with uh, Teddy Greenstein and again, quarterback Daz, name of the book, Wild Tells from the Field, interviews again with Archie Manny, Kurt Warner, Todd Marinovich, and Warren Moon. And uh, Teddy Greenstein with Don, Donovan Dooley wrote the book and some really great advice. And like I said, it's for every parent for a lot of different things, more than just uh, quarterback dads. Good stuff. Hey, real quick, um, we got Brittany Wagner in the studio. Tell everybody about your book, uh, uh, Next Chance You. You were part of Last Chance You Netflix superstar. Mm. You became the yes. Mm. <laughs> she took more pictures last night than I did. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I took a few There's, pictures last night. Uh, I've, uh, it was the, fun. the, the ref, refracted glow of fame was just coming oh, off whatever. of you. Whatever, that is such a lie. <laughs> in the way he whatever the refractive. Oh, what glow? does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. I, yeah, I, you, it, it you know, yeah, you, yeah, you, 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 you know what I do, Brittany? I take phrases from books that I've written so long ago, and for some reason, I can remember them, and so they sound really good. Where did good. that book? Come, where did that phrase come from? What book? Uh, it came from the Mannings. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They had a reflect. Ref, what was the one? Refractive. <laughs> I can't even refractive. Say. Refractive, yeah. glow refractive glow of glow fame. Of fame. So yeah, that's that's, that's where out. the ki- his yeah. kids grew up in that. Oh. oh. You're right. They did. And and, and I, I was like able I, I was that. able to hover in that little area last night as <laughs> right. every, everybody uh-huh. was coming up because to Because I'm comparable to the Mannings. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Where's the cowbell? Right Come here. Right. Look Go what ahead. I found, y'all. I'm not going to ring it because it would hurt everyone's ears, but amazing that this is in this room right now <laughs> with all of this Alabama stuff. It is like the only it's non-Alabama maroon. thing in here. Basically. It's maroon, and it says Startville on it and everything. Like <sighs> Jay, I can't remember bell. who brought that in. I know who brought it in. Yeah, you did? yeah Scott brought it in. Oh, yeah. okay. doing a speaking engagement there. Okay, ah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Oh, look, right, there's next. a refractive glow. Look at that. Look at that. Fame. Picture. Yeah. 
Not so, me, but those so, two. <laughs> Justin Thomas, uh, and and after he won, so I saw this picture that she posted. I was like, hey, get Justin on for us. Yeah, she goes, um, I, I don't really know him. I, I met him. him. <laughs> met him one night, him and Jordan Spieth. Yes, Wasn't Jordan, that crazy? Yeah. Anybody that takes a shot at Jimbo Fisher and complains about beer prices at the PGA is oh, top dog big cheese number one in my book. People's champion in Alabama, <laughs> no, for sure. And and maybe elsewhere. All right, quick. Alex, give me an update from the uh, Auburn and uh, Kentucky game. You can come to Mike. Come over here to yeah. Mike. Yep. We got a mic yep. up right here by the camera. Just go right there. Yep. Yep. Do not mm-hmm. touch that camera. <laughs> Do yeah. not. That is, that is, that is, that is sacred ground. Speaking of refractory, All right. Alex Bauman with our update from the Met. I've got you on, but it's not on. Yeah, there you okay, go. there we go. Uh, Kentucky's up 1-0 and top of the fourth on Auburn. All right. You know what? You're going to make it. You know why? You said zero and not... Uh, Nil? Not... No, not... Uh, <laughs> not nothing. Or, you know, no. it's, it's zero. Yeah, no, o is o. in the alphabet. That's right. Zero is a numeral. <laughs> okay? Hey, you can tell I'm a wow. hey, listen, right. listen, It drives me listen, crazy. Listen I learned this early on with Matt Coulter. Because <laughs> I would say that in an ad or something. He'd be like, it's not, oh, it's zero. Oh, it's such a pain in yeah. the grammar. We went to the coffee, uh, get coffee, which is another whole other story. And he brings in this, and I've told you this, on the sheet of paper, the letter W. And he says, so I'm like, I'd be like, W, W, W. He goes, he goes, how do you pronounce this? I go, W. He goes, no, it's double U. Double U. That's an old, that's an old, very honored tradition in radio and television. It is. And that, but it is W. It changed my life, like Star Wars. <laughs> yes, you're, you're not a grammar Nazi. <laughs> guess what? You all ended up with me. You're, not, exactly. a, you're not a grammar Nazi. You're an enunciation god. Well, there are a lot of things that drive me crazy. Uh, and we're not going to go into them. Yeah, we will next time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 maybe yeah. next trivia night. This is, this is that what we're we going to do? Yeah. Yeah, this is next fertile ground. Night. We got to plow. Here. Uh, <laughs> All right, exactly. Well, Doug, uh, we got to. Ready? You wrote a book. You've got to have something in there. All right, let's. So we, we'll, we'll talk. About we'll it. talk on the other side. <laughs> Refractive glow thing. You got to yeah. talk about me, right? You got to write that in your next book. I, yeah. I'm never forgetting yeah. that statement. Ever. Love it. All right, we'll be back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy, occasional showers and thunderstorms this afternoon and tonight. Some of the storms could be strong. The high today, 80. Tonight's low, 63. Not much change tomorrow. Cloudy, rain, and strong thunderstorms likely. The high at 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Welcome back in, and again, uh, Brittany Wagner in studio with us. And uh, you did give out where you can get the book, right? I didn't think so. Y'all have already there, there cut me out. So <laughs> working to get the book. Jay, yeah. he's still working on his producing skills. <laughs> Thank you. 
Uh, you can get the really book just, anywhere. It's Amazon. really just pushing buttons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's high tech. Yeah. Um, anywhere. Amazon. That's what she said. Whatever. Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Books a million. You can listen to me read it and on the Audible because, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, Matt. Well, well, uh, I asked you this before, Brittany, but I, I'm always just so fascinated with process of, yeah. of writing uh, long form. Like, and and I know you you uh, you you wrote it yourself. Yeah. So I'm an early morning writer. Uh, I really like from four to like maybe eight. That yeah. Oh, yeah four I'm, in the morning. I'm, I'm crazy. So eight in the morning. Do you write any yeah. last night, Lars? <laughs> I, I I did. I can't really understand what I was writing, but um, but but what was your process, Brittany? It's one of those. Uh, oh God, um, I don't. I did not four a.m. If I had written it at four a.m., like no. I mean, I had like a schedule. I mean, I'm a I'm super structured and like so i had like an Excel spreadsheet, you know, and I was oh, like, wow. okay, I have to write oh. this many hours on this day, and then. Um, but it wasn't at 4 a.m. Like You're a math person, aren't you? No, I'm not, actually. But I am organized. Like, I cannot function in chaos. I'm super organized and, like, structured. So I had to, like, map it out. Plus, I had a really quick deadline. Were there a certain number of words that you wanted to lay down every day? Well, I, no. No. Because then I would just start saying, like, I was just trying to, I tried not to look at my word count because I didn't want to just be trying to get a yeah. word count and say oh, a bunch it's, of crap. It's, it's irresistible though. Yeah. You gotta look at the yeah. word count. So I would just <laughs> I would just say like, okay, today I'm gonna write. I'm gonna sit down from this time to this time and I'm gonna write. And I would sometimes I'd sit there and like nothing would come out, but eventually, you know, you get there. But yeah. Four AM, what? No. That's when you can't do anything no, at this four AM. He'll go to bed early that's when, when he does. Yeah. That's when the go to bed early. That's when the muse that's when the muse is flowing through me. Really? That's when you got refracted Glow of fame. <laughs> <laughs> so when that came to you, yes. never gonna. That's like refracted glow of fame that I was hovering in last night, hanging whatever. out with Brittany on the town. Whatever. I did help y'all pull out a better ending to the trivia night. It was. Were I saved spiraling. it. I saved. You did. We you were, did. You. Uh, Come on, Jay. Just give her all the, <gasps> you and I did. We were didn't even write the question. Down. We were undefeated. He couldn't see. So I was had, writing the like, question. I didn't have he my goes, glasses. He kept, he kept writing. Uh, so the name of the team is Nabala. Nabala. Which we have to change. Well, yeah. because it's, Nabala? It's, it's Nabala. So Nabala, it's, no bueno? There's no Mississippi it's in there. N-E-B-A-L-A. So Nebraska, Alabama, Nabala. Okay. It should have been Alaneb. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but, but we were doing first round, perfect. Second round, horrible. <laughs> Third round, we nailed the first okay. round though. First round, I mean, we, we got every. We thought we were every, just like we're winning it. Yeah, but we came in eighth out of ninth, and again, one team quits. <laughs> the ninth team. I think we finished higher because we got the last question right. We in all orders, we got twenty points. Right, which was great. Which is why it didn't bump us up to eighth. Oh. <laughs> I thought we out finished eight. higher, Matt. At that point, it was, no, it was out of nine, but us? the night team quit. Yeah, we need Coulter there. Well, at least I wrote the question. I don't know. Down. We need Josh. You, you did a good job. all you guys there. Yeah. You were like a sergeant of arms or secretary of arms. How many can you have on a team? As many as you is, want. Yeah, is it, you can only have one answer. Is somebody reading them or is it digital? No, it's not reading it. No, you, 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 you write out the answer. The therapist, yeah. ladies, reading them. <laughs> 
out of the. Sh- oh gosh, no pun. Your best not. friend. <laughs> my my friend. Mm. So you write down all the answers. Brittany in the almost first got round in a scrap last night. No no no. They just give you categories, and then then she'll go. Okay, here's the first category: sports. You know, uh-huh. This this this. Whatever. We got that one right. We got it. That was the only one we were. But we struggled we with it, Jay. I can't believe it. <laughs> it was, a, we it, it was an wire. NFL question. Okay, it was an NFL question about the the, uh, the Raiders. Have we got time? All right. So a quarterback that's not in the Hall of Fame but won two Super Bowl championships. Plunk it. There you go. Oh my gosh! See how fast he got that. I did too. It Y'all a, were the ones. Jay, see, I was it around. Took us, like the whole I was to, around. I had to think I watched about those it. Games. I said plunk it. Y'all said, and then we started Stabler. I go, well, I can't go get Stabler. Daryl Lamont. Like, I'd rather lose. But the bad father. <laughs> All right, we it, got we got to get out. What a two thanks, hours. Hey, thanks, yeah, thanks oh, to all wow. of our producers. Thanks to Matt Coulter, Lars Anderson, Brittany. Thank you. Yeah, I'm thanks. Jay Barker. Thanks to all the listeners as well. Have a great uh, Wednesday. See you tomorrow. Hi, this is Wes McClendon.